When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, we're going to move on. Who, you guys, was our first third MVP for the Chiefs? And who does it need to be for the next two-thirds of the season? And you can't say Mahomes. Okay. I see. I Cody's like rule's not mine. This is Cody, a Cody trick, by Cody's the way. rule's not mine. Cody does this where he will <laughs> question to you. And then as he's asking the question, you're like, oh, I already know who I'm going to say. And then I'll say, but you can't say this guy. And that thing that you can't say is always the thing that you were going to say. So we basically, you're asking who our second most. Yes. Well, I, I, I like to test you. You know what? I don't want you to just give the easy answer. This all stems, Caleb, because our show on Wednesday, <laughs> I had asked them when, or on Thursday, when the weather turns, it's fall and the weather turns. What is the food that you definitively start making then versus another time of year? What would your answer have been, Caleb, if I had not given any stipulations? Probably chili or soup. Yeah, so I said no chili. <laughs> now, maybe maybe that's too strong, but I thought that was the only Stop. answer we were going to okay. get. I wanted other answers. I said chicken and dumplings. I wanted other answers. Nick also really likes making this green chili he makes. I wanted a different answer. I didn't want the same one. What, what other answer is there? Right, but that's the that's my point, Kayla. Is that if it's the right answer, it's the right answer. Let's not go down. Let's not go down the road. <laughs> best answers. Let's get to the root of the of the question. Mine, is Mahomes your third season MVP? <laughs> well, I wasn't allowed to pick it, so I'm going with the second obvious, and that's Kelsey. Forty one receptions for four hundred fifty five yards, seven touchdowns, four of which, as we know, came in one game against the Raiders. He's breaking. It feels like a different record every game. At the moment, he is the glue holding this receiving core together. And a close second is Nick Bolton. I, I don't think Nick Bolton's a crazy answer. He, talk about like the, the only defensive player outside of Chris Jones you can count on every single snap, it's him. But I, I'm going to give the answer of Chris Jones because this is the same conversation as last year. What the hell would their pass rush be without him? Yeah. Like, I mean, we might have problems. Like, they got the 20, they're giving up the... 20, you know, I don't know, the seventh most points right now in the NFL. I don't want to imagine what it would be like if during that time, Chris Jones also wasn't doing stuff. That's terrifying. Like they have needed him very badly on defense. I do think this defense is going to get better. I think there's a lot of room for growth. I don't always say that about teams. I often think that sometimes they just kind of are who they are after this point of the season, at least to a point, right? There's wiggle room, but I think there's real growth left inside this defense. But without Chris Jones, they don't have a defense. They'd be starting three rookie corners, two inexperienced linebackers, even though Nick Bolton's been great, and two safeties who had never played together. So they 
And Frank Clark, who's got no sacks, and Carl Loftus, who has a half a sack. So they need Chris Jones. I think he's been their most important player. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to play. The, I'm not answering. I'm not ah, answering this question. Just answer Mahomes and tell us why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next boycotting. Well, no, I'm not boycotting because Mahomes, Chris <laughs> Jones, and Travis Kelsey. Who else is not, there? They're not just the top three. They're the only three acceptable answers. Anything else is like I'm trying too hard and I'm trying to get cute and say, well, what about this guy? Like, what about Harrison Bucker? Look at what he did when he came. No, it is those three guys and everybody else. And, and what is so fascinating about that to me is that as the Chiefs prepare for the Niners, who they haven't played since they beat them in the Super Bowl, and you look at this roster which has turned over so much since that game. There are three familiar faces still on that team. Yeah, there's McColl. Yeah, there's Harrison Bucker. But there are three faces that are at the nucleus of who the Chiefs are. And who are they? Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. Like a lot of things change, but a lot of things stay the same. And I look at this team now, I'm like, you haven't played the Niners in two years? I'm like, oh, wow, there's a lot of guys who, who aren't on this team anymore. But the three best players are still the three best players. You brought in a lot of new pieces around them, but the core of this team is still the same, and they are all still playing at such an incredibly high level. Like, they're all three absolutely dominating at their positions. For the who has to be it for the second two-thirds, Nick, I'm going to steal from your who has to have it, because I think it's Orlando Brown. I think we know the play we're getting out of Mahomes, Kelsey, and Chris Jones. I know what I'm getting out of them. They have got to get better on the offensive line. It's that, you know, it's this offense and defensive line, but they, they've got to be better there. And everyone else in the middle is doing a fine job. It's not perfect. Trey Smith struggled through injury. Creed Humphrey ranks as the fifth highest rated pro football focused lineman in the entire NFL. So we're good there. Tooney's been battling injury a little bit, but he's solid. And I can't be like, you know, my second two thirds of the season MVP should be Andrew Wiley. No, 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 no. It's Orlando Brown Jr. Like, if I'm not choosing somebody on the defense to take a huge leap forward for them or saying, like, maybe you got to count big on Trent McDuffie, which I don't think would be insane, or Carl Loftus to step forward, like we talked about in previous episodes, then it's Orlando Brown Jr. Get a lot better in the next two-thirds of this season so that... <laughs> anything to say. Get a lot better. Like, in any, in any walk of life, if you ever yeah. said that to somebody, don't just, like, get better. Get a lot better and quickly. Yeah. Do better. <laughs> Figure it out. Well, he on. wasn't this bad last year. He was this bad for like the first four games last year. But I don't know. I watched that away like, oh, you know, new scheme. Tough to get to new new friends in a new city and a whole new offensive line. Now it's, hey, man, you're playing with all the same people. And you asked for like a Brinks truck full of money to be backed up <laughs> into your garage. So if you'd like that big pile of Scrooge McDuck cash of then you probably should do something about it. So like to the second two thirds for me, it's him. I feel like there's so many people I could say. Um, there are a lot of players. that. And it's the beauty of the first question we answered was there was only three names that were acceptable, which leaves open the rest of the roster. <laughs> <laughs> Great point. I'm still really, really wanting um, someone to, which I know Probably isn't possible. Phil Tyreek's shoes. So I'm going to go Juju. I'm not giving up on Juju. Despite what happens with Odell Beckham Jr., I want him to just start making insane plays and scoring more touchdowns and being the wide receiver we hope he can be. 
That's fair. And that's honestly, like, I feel like those are the, <laughs> this one's not maybe as obvious as the first one, but those are probably the first two on the top of my list. But right there with them, in a player who has been good, hasn't wowed anybody, is Justin Reed. Because going back to, I think, the first episode, yeah. the first episode we did of this podcast, we were talking about kind of the Chiefs presenting him as the new leader of that defense. With the departure of Tyron, mm -hmm. you give this guy a contract. He's young. I think he's 26 years old. He hadn't been a pro bowler, but they sort of like we're, we're doing a lot of promotional stuff on on the YouTube channel and on Instagram and Twitter. And there's a lot of stuff about Justin Reed, like, hey, check this guy out. You're going to want to know this guy's name. And he's been good. I mean, he made a couple like his open yeah. field tackling like is, is really, really solid. He hasn't been a guy where you've ever looked at and said, oh, man, what were you doing there? But he also hasn't been a guy who was like single handedly dominated the game. And I don't think he needs to be that. But what he has to continue to be for what we're learning is going to be a really, really, really young and a really up and down secondary is he's got to be the leader. He has to be the glue that sort of holds that defense and holds that secondary together. Because I'll be honest with you guys, I'm not I'm not real bullish on, on this past defense. Like even with the return of Trent McDuffie, I see a lot of rookies, I see a lot of rookies getting snaps. And we know what NFL quarterbacks do to rookie cornerbacks. You need, you need someone to get that veteran presence in that secondary to kind of hold everything together. And it's so true because there was so much hype when we got him over the summer and we haven't talked much about him since. Which can be a good thing in a, in a way. Yeah. It's, we're not talking about him getting torched. We're not talking yeah. about him the way we used to talk about Dan Sorensen. <laughs> also true. Are we ready for game predictions? Is it time? I think so. Okay, guys, let's get to it. Who wants to go first? God, I don't remember who went first last time. It's a lot of, I'll go first this time. It's fine. And then somebody else can go first, first next time. Every time it's a nice rhythm. Well, I guess, but you know, I like to hear what other people have to say sometimes so that I can, you know, not look stupid in case everybody thinks that I'm crazy. <laughs> don't be reactionary, Cody. Just go. Um, <laughs> well, I think they're going to win. Um, I think that they're better than the 49ers. I think the 49ers, the Chiefs are finally starting to kind of get back to a little bit of relative health. The 49ers are still in the middle of really being banged up. And while this game is on the road, the Chiefs have won 13 straight games against NFC teams. As wild as that stat is, they straight up don't lose to NFC teams and they're better than this one. So I think it's more of a rock fight. I do think the game's close, but I'll take the Chiefs 27-21. Okay. I think Kyle Shanahan in this offense is per like the Chiefs are the perfect defense for them to go up against. They're going to say, hey, we've got big physical receivers. We've got a quarterback who likes to get the ball out quick, short passing game. We're going to make you cover and we're going to make you make tackles. And aside from Nick Bolton and Aaron and, uh, and Justin Reed, you got a lot of guys on this team that struggle in those regards. So I agree with what Cody said. I think this is going to be a, an ugly game. Vegas has it as a two and a half. Is that Stocking. right? Yeah. Two and a half, three and a half. Yeah. Depending on where you, I think that's looking. just a respect for the Niners who have just sort of quietly been, a really consistent team, even despite all the fluctuations at quarterback over the last four years. So I'm with Cody. I'm thinking maybe a little bit lower scoring. So I will say 23 to 18, the Chiefs win. Well, I'm going to be the overly optimistic 
That's what you're here for. I on my team. Someone's got to be there. <laughs> um, yeah. First of all, I thought the spread was super disrespectful. Two and a half, yeah. three and a half. Are and you kidding me? Well, it's it's injury dependent too. I would imagine because if all if if some of these guys that are limited participants for the Niners, don't, like if Nick Bosa doesn't end up playing, that's a, obviously a, a huge swing in the Chiefs' direction. Right. Yes. As you mentioned, this team is banged up, especially on defense. And guys, let's not forget they lost to the Bears and the Broncos. Also last weekend, the 49ers were shut out in the second half. They gained only 50 yards on the ground. Garoppolo had a rough outing. He threw his second and third interception of the season. I know you could argue we lost to the Colts. So how much better are we? But uh, especially coming off the loss to the Bills, I think we're going to get crazy look in his eyes, Patrick Mahomes. And I think he's just going to go off. So I have... Chiefs 30, 49ers 20. We're, I think, aver- we're averaging 29. They're averaging 20. It's not crazy. One yeah. of us should have predicted the exact final score of the Super Bowl. That would have been way more. Oh. Fun. Oh, yeah. What's-, what's, so, what's so weird is you mentioned that they lost to the Broncos. They lost to the Broncos by giving up two touchdowns. Like that. <laughs> and and that, that was enough for the Broncos to beat the Niners. Some of these things. I don't even like looking at games like that because I look at those games and I'm like, oh, this team sucks. Like the Chiefs are going to uh, you know, pound them. But then you realize like, wait a minute, you look at some of their numbers and you say, this is like a really good defense. They're incredible against the run. You've got Kyle Shanahan. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I just think there's part of me, and this is weird, but part, maybe it's just the Super Bowl that expects the Niners to just sort of be a competent football team. Even if they're not the most talented, I just like, I kind of expect them to play well. I don't think it's insane to think that about them because they are a good football team, Nick. They do have one of the best defenses in the NFL, which the Chiefs apparently have to face every single week. (laughs) Can we not just catch a break at least once? (laughs) All right. Well, that is going to do it for us on this Red Friday. By the way, I'm the only one wearing red. Guys. Uh, Uh, Yeah, I'm wearing blue. Sorry. I had the hoodie on. I had it last Friday. Cody, you're not pull, pulling your end of the bargain here, man. That's fine. We're Can taking I- turns. I think I wore black last time. <laughs> you, got, right. you got like the Letterman jacket, too. <gasps> Thank you, Wear by EA. They sent it to me. I'm obsessed. Shameless Thank you. Thank you for, <laughs> for sending Kayla free stuff. Presumably free because they said that you sent it to you. Yes. Big fans of Wear by EA. Gals, go get your wear. All right. Thank you guys for listening to It's Always Game Day in Kansas City. As always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. That is Nick Schwartz. He is Cody Tapp. I'm Kayla Canaram, and we will be back with you all on Monday for live game reaction and much more. Have a great weekend, everybody.